0: It's the Paul Patterson and Tom Scallon Podcast Show. They're talking the walk, and not
1: about slappy, slappy joes. So, talk and walk, talk, talk walk, talk walk, talk walk, talk walk, talk and walk, walk show.
2: Welcome back to Talking the Walk,
1: episode number 48, Molly McGrath. Um, we, we have a guest and she, did you cough or sneeze? What was that?
0: People get confused. It was a cough.
1: Okay. She coughs, right, as we are recording. So great job.
2: I am Paul Patterson. I'm Tom, one of the confused Scallon.
0: I'm the cougher, Jill Martin.
2: <laughs> Holy cow. Um I don't even know where to begin with that. That is just nuts. (laughs) I'm happy she didn't have a mask. That would have been just all over dripping. Yeah, it would have been gross. So
1: before we get officially started, thanks to the the cough, Jill is our first solo guest that is also a female. I think that's fairly important for us to point out. Now, you are a a three-time... Guest, right? Because we did the the panel two episodes, and now here you are a third time guest. I don't know I don't know where we start to begin saying that you're a full time guest, but here you are. Um, I'm
0: pretty excited. Pretty excited about that.
1: Number three, and it is nine twenty seven at night on Wednesday, May nineteenth, and Scallon is still up and was okay, kind of with with recording it this time for you. I, so that's pretty big I, deal.
2: I was not okay.
1: I said the kind of part, I threw the
2: kind of part.
0: Yeah, I knew that wasn't gonna go over well, but I do see it as like night light on, it's not full lights.
2: Yeah, yeah, I turned off the bright light in case you get to talk and I can just take, take a quick snoozy. Um, that's mood <laughs> light. Call.
1: So Jake Brown, original music, Bailey Bishop, original artwork, understanding and social media. You, Joe Martin, fact checker and Jeff Gravy, Marketing. So here's a here's a watch update because I know everybody is is sitting at the edge of their seat or or holding their breath as they're walking or gripping their steering wheel super tight. I am 19 for 19 um, in the month of May for closing all
2: three rings. So feel pretty good about that. Now, what is it you're doing with your watch? What do you mean? You're closing your rings thing. What are you doing? You just have
1: to close all three rings every day for the month of May and then you win your badge. For the month of may the month the may challenge do you do you put your badges on a jacket like a letter jacket if they send them to me i would but they just you just keep tracking your phone that's all in your fitness app right here i'll show it to you real quick not that any of the listeners at home obviously can can see it but they go down here
0: physical badge would be way better
1: i don't disagree but they're right here so you you can see all the different badges that you have
2: accomplished do you sometimes just scroll through your phone and look at your badges
1: i do occasionally go back and you know reminisce a little bit maybe maybe uh stick my chest out just a little bit farther and and uh be proud that's what happens
2: do you ever say i don't need no stinking badges no no i do not although that's a
1: great reference to blazing Saddles. badges We don't need no stinking badges so here's the first question there are two of them for you this evening we are in a midst of graduation party season I want both of you to walk me through your grad party routine and you Tom Scallon, do not get to say I don't go to any so I don't have a routine
2: well that's Even that's my routine I don't attend any you used to what was your routine then 20 years ago
1: okay fine 20 years ago what was your routine when you go to a grad party because I bet whether you want to admit it or not, it was almost always the same, your routine. Right, Jill? Are you are you almost always the same routine?
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's been a while now because I always have something. Um, I'm, Mine is usually when I pull up, I'm kind of like you. Is there any car I recognize? Yep, good. Or no. If I know somebody else should be going to this party, then I'm probably texting them. What time are you heading to so-and-so's? So I can somewhat time it to go in, hand card, whatever it might be, say congrats, be awkward, pretend I'm looking at pictures, scan the food if there's something intriguing. But usually I'm a quick in and out unless I have planned to attend with somebody else to sit okay. down with. Okay. Otherwise, I mean, it's kind of like a wedding. If it's your party, you have to bounce around. You can't just sit and talk that long to people. So I don't feel so bad about uh, That's usually mine. Scallon? Uh,
2: Parents, pictures, food, sit down, leave. Okay.
1: Do a T for me. I am in, do I know the grad well or not? You know, how well do I know him? And I am talking to the grad, putting our gift that we get every single graduate in wherever it is that they're accepting the gifts. Maybe talk to the parents, maybe not talk to the parents, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. I always look at pictures, that is my favorite part of of that. And I'm not just acting like I'm looking at the pictures, I am looking at the pictures. And then I am, as I get closer to the end of the picture portion, I am scanning the food table, which is gonna lead me to the next question, but I am scanning the food table and deciding whether or not there is anything otherwise if there's nobody else there that I want to talk to, I'm out the door, which sometimes can be in under 10 minutes. If there is somebody else that I'm going to talk to or want to talk to, then who knows how long it'll last? It depends on how, how talkative I am. You ready for question number two? What is the one food item that you can't pass up? You you even if they have it seven times in a row at the grad party, what food item can you not pass up?
2: I don't know know if I really have one that I can't pass up because so when I went to a lot of parties and stopped going because every time I'd go to a party then someone would say Mr. Scali you didn't make it to my party or I'd get a bunch more invitations yep yep Uh, I don't do well with that and most of the time I have a soccer tournament on this weekend and I'm talking little kids soccer versus high school um so uh, I know what I don't want to see. I don't want to see pulled pork. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. Not, you know, uh, I'm I'm not big on it. I can do it every now and then, but graduation season, I'm just like, here's another pulled pork sandwich. I don't want it. Um, I suppose if it comes down to it, I cannot pass up on cheese slices. Colby Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I know that firsthand. Yeah. I love, I love it. Especially if it's from Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. Oh, buddy. And and if you really want to want to throw something special, if if you graduates, I don't know if there's any graduates or soon to be graduates listening, but if you could maybe find a, a a hunk of brick cheese that you could throw on the on the tray, that would be an excellent little treat for you. Jill, what do you got?
0: Um, I I'm kind of like scaling. Uh I do like a good little build-your-own cracker cheese summer sausage. Kind of person, but you also have to look at the cheese. How long's it been out, or is it on ice somewhere, cooled a little bit?
1: Boy, you like are the, for surely not from my neck of the
2: woods.
0: I know, I know. I mean, I
2: think the cheese gets better as it gets warmer. Me too. Nah, I wholeheartedly, just goes wholeheartedly.
0: Back to Our side of the family, they'd like leave the milk out during dinner, Ooh. and Chad and I are like, "Do you want more?" I'm like, "No, it's been yeah. out since we started dinner." No,
1: milk is the um, one thing that I wouldn't be able to do.
0: Dairy, when it's but out geez, long, I and I love, love dairy, but no. I also don't mind a good, like, build your walking taco stand. Okay. Yeah. Walking through. I do like those. I'm hearing more and more breakfast this year, which yep. is kind of intriguing. Breakfast um, tacos, donuts.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to throw two things at you here. First one, the, the uncomfortableness of going to a grad party where, where all these things are possible you run into a kid who didn't invite you and now they see you at a grad party and they feel uncomfortable because you both know you didn't get an invite from them. Or you run into the kid who did invite you and you didn't make it to their party but you're at somebody else's party and they have a really tough time with that and yes. they don't understand why that's the case. And I mean, there, there, are, there are a growing number of reasons not to go to any grad party than try to make it to some. And, and this is where, um, Christy and I always we, we we always have a debate you know if, if make it to some not make it to others and uh, it, it is it's an uncomfortable time of year
2: for me not only oh sorry go no just when I first started um, hitting all those parties uh, and pretty much Schmitz's group with Lane and those guys the 01 graduating yeah. class of normal what was tough with that group is you'd go places and like mr lane would be trying to put a beer in my hand i'm like ah, no, i am i'm not gonna I'm not gonna drink at the at the grad party um that was a tough group because like he said he said a few f- special things and left the beer for me and stuff like that so sometimes it gets like i don't want to go because i don't want to be in the in the situation right that uh that makes it tough
1: it's just an uncomfortable time so for me if, if I, can, I can do really well getting, getting into a grad party and getting out of the grad party in, in 10 minutes. However, you throw a little chocolate Costco cake on the table and I am having a tough time passing that up. I am an absolute sucker for chocolate Costco cake. White is okay, but I can refuse that. Chocolate, it is like a tractor beam. And I am over to the table trying to find a, corner piece that has as much frosting as possible and I am hammering it down.
2: Well that's if Melanie goes with me, that's all she's having every place we go (laughs) is especially if it's Costco cake. I'm I'm not a big I don't touch the cake usually it's more if I'm gonna get into cheese or have the pulled pork sandwich. Yep. Well and and is she no matter what kind of cake? Um yes okay it doesn't matter what kind of cake chocolate would be her choice but she if it's Costco cake she's not turning anything down and she might finish Hughes (laughs) yeah I don't want any cake you're taking it set it at the
1: table (laughs) I got it all right anything else grad party wise you got anything we're 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 amidst the grad party season
0: my I just kind of agree with your comment that I think that's why I haven't gone to a ton is that you legit have things on the weekend and you can't make some and then you go to the next weekend and you can make that and then you see them and you're like, I, it's not because I want to make them better. I wanted to go there. It, Like it literally had something the entire weekend or I was out of town and you just feel bad because you know it means a lot even though you're not there very long but it does mean something to them and you don't want to disappoint. It's just, it's hard. I think the, uh, um,
1: the, the fact that they're a high school kid, you know, 17, 18 years old, it's hard for them to to comprehend anything outside of their world and and when it isn't what they want it to be then hard for them to accept
2: it um ready for the confession i feel like i've hung out with i feel like i hung out with them 180 days prior to the graduation party <laughs> yeah that's true And in, in some cases more than others
1: hanging out I mean. um so here really i only have one confessional and it ties in to into what i just got done talking about I I am an absolute roller coaster of weight. Sometimes I'm way up, sometimes I'm way down, and I am constantly battling my demons of either having my food consumption under control or I'm not. And I will tell you right now, one year ago, remember I was getting ready to hit the reset button. Um, I'm I'm back to not having it under control. Good grief! It is it is absolutely ridiculous. And, and it is amazing, and I think I, we talked about this several times on here, how fast, and I'm talking just personally, how fast I can put weight on. I'm not joking when I tell you, I can put it on, I can be up three pant sizes in a matter of 15 days. No joke, a little over two weeks, Hammer it. And then I shut it down, and I got it under control for three months, and then it starts to Get back
2: out of control. So what causes? I'm struggling. What causes, right now. what causes you being off the wagon? Um, temptation. Or maybe I should say the Chuck Galley. Temp- the temptation. Chuck <laughs> I, and there are just
1: times where I don't care. I want to eat it, and and I know that that is an awful lot of genetics. Seeing my, I mean, you know, if you if you were to see family gatherings back in the day on my on my dad's side, us getting together, oh. We were gluttons. Just, and, and I just distinctly remember, I don't know, if, if, I'm sure we've talked about this, that the, my two aunts sat in the kitchen at my cousin's house and they consumed a, what's the big what's the big sheet, the big pan? Like it would have been considered a sheet cake, not a half Literally. sheet or a quarter sheet or whatever. It would have been a full sheet. And my, my one aunt made the most delicious brownies. And they, the two of those ladies sat there and ate the entire pan during the day, the entire pan. We just they have been around it all my life, up and down, up and down, up and down. And right now,
2: I'm up. So that's my confession. You two have anything? Um, well, we're supportive of you and whatever you need to do to feel well, good about you. yourself. But either way, we love you well thank you and and point proven because nobody ever tells me that what have you been doing
1: nobody ever <laughs> does that which is very kind of you I appreciate I
0: it. did all the wassco said I, I mean my mine would just type mine's kind of like your confession mine's just I know what it the frustrating part is I know what I need to do I just don't do it like I know 90% of it is diet it's not because my excuse always been, season i just don't have time i'm exhausted i go to school by 6 30 6 50 every day i get home or i have this or this but really i don't need to have time i just need to make good choices and i know how to do it the problem is i don't yep <laughs> make them yep. and i the- would
1: come back and tell you again same thing i hear said here a couple weeks ago it's not the it's not your diet it doesn't start there it starts in the grocery store yep. what are you bringing home and and that's where and that's where I struggle. You know, I mean, I weaseled, I weaseled ice cream in the house saying it was for Will, but really it was for me for I don't know how long. And now, not that it's any better or worse, now there is ice cream for me that I actually like, which makes it, makes
2: it even more difficult to say no. Yeah. Well, I, I try to shop on the outside aisles. There's just one aisle that's not quite on the outside that I think causes most of my weight gain moving on to feedback (laughs) unless you two do you you
1: have a confessional that was kind of a confession right there that you know there's one aisle that
2: you struggle with at the grocery store no i i don't have anything to confess yeah um so here we go are
1: you ready ready. feedback dennis so we had a little birthday party to go to on Friday, and it was Dennis's 40th. So it was good. We got to hang out with, with I I still 100% convinced he is our number one fan. I mean, he is the one that, that if we don't have an episode up in a timely fashion, he is all over me via text, letting me know that something is going on, and he wants to know. He's demanding what to know. So here it is. Feedback. Not sure I could pick just one episode as my favorite. Each one has brought a smile to my face and most of them have brought up good memories from high school football. I also believe the show itself has helped me tremendously with how I coach and raise my son. I thought I thought the only way to coach was to be loud and intense, but it's really not. The episode I disliked the most was when one of you who shall remain nameless brought up the idea that the show was not going to go on forever. Um, not cool. The wings episode was also cool as it gave a couple more leads on wings, which I have tried. Getting over to my exit, I would have to analyze the situation if I speed up or slow down. Maybe I'm too nice of a guy. Favorite principal would have to be Jim Belushi. Um, he was in a movie called principal. The Principal. Was it The Principal, right? Uh, Weird Food?
2: Sorry, what? It was, it was on tonight. Is it The Principal? Yeah, I almost fell asleep to it before this. <laughs> then you got to the end fight scene and it was too good. I'm sure. Yeah, Lou um,
1: got me fired up. There is this guy on TikTok, one big pikey that does weird um, weird things food wise. And I've tried a couple Swiss nut or sorry, Swiss roll with mustard, not bad. Um, Nutella and salami, pretty darn tasty. That's all I got for now. Looking forward to the one year anniversary episode. I have to say, I like the idea of you and Scanlon in the hot seat, maybe Lee and Brandon could be the hosts. Um, he also threw out another one food wise toast with um, cheese and jelly. Then I asked what kind of jelly or what kind of cheese I think first. Oh, and what kind of jelly? I prefer Avarte and Strawberry Fairway, uh, or Strawberry. Fairway also has farmer's cheese that's really good. Um, and then he wanted to know if uh, Randy Brown had been nominated and I told him, I have no idea. I doubt it, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I am not i sure now I don't know why I can't find Cole Hopkins' text, but he sent me a text. Here it is. Um, so a little side note: you got um, Andrew Mellencamp is a uh, is a is a rodeo clown now, and those guys went up to watch him in the rodeo uh, last Friday night in Newell. And so I got several videos from him and Caleb Seymour um, about the, uh, Andrew being in the. In the rodeo rick flair growing up as a kid i was in love with cheese and ketchup sandwiches i'm also a fan of pineapple and pizza papa tom is absolutely correct angus beef oscar meyer hot dogs are hands down the best hot dog on the market i think i speak for the masses when i say i'd have to go with motley Crue or cluck bucket as my favorite episode of course those were the ones that he was in um, and then he i asked him what would Nick Bruner say as far as his favorite hot dog? And then he said anything that was on the grill and free from um, the Hopkins house. Michelle Flores sent a, a very nice email. Here it is. Weird food combos. Get ready for a couple of these. Cottage cheese and sauerkraut. Okay, okay. Salted peanuts and beef
2: gravy. I'm looking at reactions. I'm looking at reactions. i am looking at reactions I don't even, I don't want to judge because we're the ones that just got done with grease sandwiches. So, <laughs> I, this isn't for me, it's not judging. It's watching you to react to hearing
1: what the, what the strange food items is. Um, I, I don't know. And, and again, I can't say anything as you have said because I mean, I've got weird ones. Um, chocolate peppers. I feel like if you,
2: if you put, if you put that last one on ice cream, like uh, a peanut butter parfait at, Dairy Queen, you know, fooled somebody. That would be an interesting look, you know. Like, hey, here you go, have this. Um, if it looks like a peanut butter parfait, I'm probably going to try it. I enjoy a good peanut butter. <laughs> That's Buster what I'm parfait. saying. That's how you get everybody to try it. Because otherwise, nobody's trying that. Um, chocolate Pepsi, technically
1: not a food, but man, these are good. I, I'm assuming you dropped. Like, is it? I don't. I, I would guess I should have asked a clarifying question. Is that Hershey syrup? Is that like you drop a chocolate in there and let it dissolve and then drink the Pepsi on
2: Do you put malt mix in it? Ooh, I don't know. Malt mix Your eight,
1: um, was totally audible, but I love how dedicated she is to her dad, which was pretty funny. One fact, one facet for scheduling you didn't discuss probably because it pertains to specific sports, but course conditions might play a factor for golf and cross country. If you know that districts are going to be at a place where conditions are challenging, wouldn't you want to run a meet? or golf a course that mimics these, those conditions. Just something I thought about because cross country team ran some hilly courses this year and it was probably to their benefit. General pod feedback, happy anniversary YouTube. Remember the anniversary gift for the first year is either paper or a clock, modern version. Maybe Scala needs an Apple watch. (laughs) Um, I don't wear a watch. I'm glad you went to that. I thought for sure you'd be like uh, the disdain I have for Macintosh and the Apple products.
2: That's where I thought you were going to go. No, I'm I don't mind. I don't wear watch. I don't. I don't mind Apple products. I mean, I think they're inferior. Name one. To Name one you have. Apple TV. <laughs> Streaming service. Okay. I have it. Touche. And if you haven't seen Ted Lasso, you're missing out. Favorite episodes,
1: youth sports, youth football program changes in Norwalk and other cities, the various feedback episodes, the culture episode, knowing when to get away, Cr- Criswell's episode on burnout, middle school sports episode. Really, I love most of them because I've learned a lot as a teacher, parent, parent of athletes and an avid high school sports fan. Love the confessional, makes the mythical Paul Patterson seem human. And I or also explains why you're not always happy to see me when I step by your
2: room. Your general need for solitude finally explains I do like my alone time. Now, she she makes a good point about, we didn't talk about it, but, you know, soccer, uh, we do take into consideration, are we playing on a grass field? And if we're lucky enough to ever qualify for state, the first thing we do is ask Mackinich and go practice out there on their grass for, um, you know, the, whatever we have, the half week before we go and play. Yeah. for the reasons she's talking about, field conditions and the ball's different on grass than it is on, you know, the turf where it rolls perfect.
1: Which which is, you're, you're becoming more and more, um, it's becoming more and more difficult to find places to actually play
2: on grass. Yeah, central. Yeah. You now, I don't, Jill should be the one answering this because back when she was playing her um, outside game in New York City and stuff like that, she had to take into account wind when she's playing you know, sometimes it pushes the yeah, ball you, a little to the left. Special in New York, playing on the <laughs> playing on the, the street.
0: What are you talking about?
2: When you were a pro basketball player, I thought you went and you played like pickup games in New York, outside. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> oh, I think that's Woody Harrelson. You're confusing her with. Oh, that's the- where we started.
1: Yeah. Love the people you celebrate at the end of the pod each episode because it's always varied and oftentimes the people you celebrate are all or overlooked would like more comprehensive coverage of sports in the high school sports segment. You guys can't stand top of it all. So maybe someone else could help out there. Like maybe we could hire a sports reporter. Love the banter between Patterson and Scanlon. You remind me of, of this every single time. And of course it was a picture of um, Statler and Waldorf, the two guys from the Muppets that stood up in the, uh, in the balcony. Um, but again, I will remind you. And then she says, cheers to one year.
2: Remind you that, that Statler and Waldorf is Jake Brown and I. So. That's okay. Well, the only thing I appreciate about that comparison is that there's there's uh, a lot of hair on those two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
2: true. Um, Jeff Gravy.
1: Um, here we go. Feedback. Oh no, he already did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Uh, weird food, cheese whiz spread onto a piece of Pepperidge Farm cinnamon swirl bread, change your life. I'll read that again. Cheese whiz spread onto a piece of Pepperidge Farm cinnamon swirl bread, change your life. Favorite episode, anytime former players are on and Criswell's episode. So there you go from him. And then Criswell gave me his um, weird food item, which was um, he really enjoys anyone's steak sauce on his big potato along with a generous amount of butter. So that was it. Now, what we've got is we have somebody who does not, well, I I don't know that I've ever heard from this person before, but they would wish to remain anonymous from the standpoint that they are not sure who listens to the pod. So here's some feedback. I kind of think I'd like to be anonymous for this comment because I don't know who listens, but I think it was really poor to have the groundbreaking on the night they did. I think it could look ungrateful that most coaches weren't there. Not sure if there were any, but pick like Wednesday when lots of us could make it. But we didn't even have an AD there because there was a home, high, or home middle school track meet. Um, and that's where a lot of the coaches who are not in season were volunteering. Also, um, let's not get carried away by fooling people that 90% of this is going to be for athletes. I do understand that it's for school too, but we need to make sure that we keep it very real that this is an athletic competition. Um, far overdue that this thing is coming, um, that, that it is coming our way, and it is absolutely awesome that we're doing it. Just would hope that we could have maybe celebrated it the right way. Um, and the last thing for me I'm gonna add on to this. Can we come up with a different name? Are you talking about the MPEC or the Impact? Are you talking about the auditorium or are you talking about the new competition center? Because they sound an awful lot alike. MPEC, Impact. Impact Impact. and And I think that that's really tough. I think we could come up with a different name,
2: but. Well, you can come up with a nickname for the MPEC real quick. Um. Are you gonna say what it is or not? I don't know if the ratings will take it. Okay. So I thought
1: that, that was a that was a valid point because it, it was not very well attended um, as far as the groundbreaking goes. I, I can tell you that there were three coaches because I was I was standing by two of them um, that were at that, you know, and, and one of the things that also happened at the groundbreaking is is we we were the coaching group was a part of the planning. Um, we were one of the the silos that got to got to give our input and and share with um, the, the planning committee what we wanted. We got to we got to share with FRK what we wanted, um, and then we were not on the on the agenda. And and the people that were on the agenda were scheduled for pictures. Anybody that was listed as a group on the on the agenda were were supposed to get pictures. Coaching group was not on there. In fact, the uh, teaching group was also not on there. So just think that that, that was, um, I, I agree with,
2: with our anonymous, um, well, feedback. A couple things this. there. Yep. One. So Mr. Big time got big timed. Yes. That that's incredible. Accurate. Accurate. And you had another Mr. Big time out there, right? Schmitz was there. He got mentioned though. I mean, wrestling program
1: got, got talked about quite a bit actually.
2: And then two, I would like to uh, disagree wholeheartedly that this is all just for athletes or 90% for athletes. All you need to do is come down to the weight room, come down to the gym and see how many kids are trying to, if if teachers think 28 kids in their classroom is, is too many, which I agree that it is, they should see the number of kids sometimes that are down there for PE. And we have to turn... Uh, Some kids can't get into certain PE classes because they're so full. So I I don't know if everybody really knows how troubling it is to try to schedule. We even had to not have PE for peers one semester, um, or it almost happened, because the gym space is so full right now. So to say that there's not going to be a huge academic benefit for that program would be inaccurate. I, I think if, if I were to rebut, I think the,
1: the two things that I would come back with is, number one, we are, we are pushing so hard to sell this as an academic thing, trying to leave the athletic side out, I think, because I think that somebody in the community feels as though that's the right way to, to sell this to the community. That, that would be my take on it. Um, the second, there is zero doubt that we need this from a, a school standpoint, and, and I'm not talking just PE. You think about, you know, they opened up the hallways, they expanded things. You stand right outside your office where where the the drinking fountain is. Anytime there's a passing period, and it's tough to move. So the flow of traffic and adding classrooms down there. Um, in, in that section and all of those benefits are going to be huge. I, I just, and maybe we shouldn't say 90%, but at the end of the day, it is, it is fairly equal parts in how this is going to be used and how it's going to be utilized. Because even outside of the school day, you are going to see an increase in activity in that competition center because of now what it opens up and allows
2: for us to do and host right we just added a pe teacher two weeks ago the position is in front of the board and some of that's because we're going to have more space to teach pe so i i'm hearing what the person's saying but i also get to observe everything that goes on on the academic side and they may too obviously they're in tune with school but um, if we put them in a scheduling meeting i think they'd find out how difficult it is to try to get anything done with that curriculum based on the space they have sure and especially winter when you are regulated to
1: inside and in three classes per period inside i get that i get that um did you two? Oh, you go ahead
0: I, yeah i would i think those are all valid points i think the big thing is the i think the i think your point of how it's been sold I feel like we're trying to overcompensate to make sure it's not athletic. It's for, and you're right. Those, I mean, classrooms and gym classes are packed. <laughs> and it is nice that we can offer hopefully different styles because I know that because I was part of the planning as well for the coaches of having, you know, not necessarily a yoga room, but somewhere where you can do pull out and do different things where that could be a whole PE section in itself of aerobics, aerobic, I mean, anything in there. So I think it's, the consensus is this is needed for
1: everything. The, uh, <laughs> it, it is still really hard. It, well, I shouldn't say hard. It's embarrassing to to tell people that we still only have one high school gym. You know, and we are now what the forty sixth largest school right now, and we're going to continue to grow, and we're going to continue to creep and get above the. I mean, we're 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 going up, and we still right now only have one gym. And I know that we've got another gym coming, but right now. One gym, what other 4 a school has one gym, just one gym? Oh, which one? You're muted. Said we have three gyms coming. Right, and and we've got an indoor track and we've got two spaces for weightlifting and, and strength and conditioning. So lots of positives. It's exciting, it's um,
0: exciting.
1: Did you have any other feedback?
2: Scallon? did you hear anything? No, I didn't get any feedback. Uh, I love asking you that question. Okay, actually, I did. You said that Dennis may be our biggest fan, but I've been asked on a regular basis by Brandon Schmitz, when are we going to do our anniversary edition? I told him, I don't know, Paul's mad at me. He doesn't listen anymore. He gave up on us. He hates us. He's lying. Um, And he also told me, if I question... Is it Jim Gable? John Gable? No, wait, Dan. Dan, if Dan I question Dan Gable one more time, he's going to kick my you know what. Thank you for questioning him again. I, think I, I was confused as to the name.
1: Um, the last thing that I have, and I have it written down, is Basinger gave me an update on what he purchased with his $10 gift card. So Brad Criswell, if you're listening,
2: is this event? our first ever
1: update? Uh No, I told you what Cole bought. Well, I told you he spent it. He he didn't necessarily want everybody to know what he bought, but yeah, um, I know. And everybody bought. assumed it was beer, and it wasn't beer. Um, he bought a whole bunch of Diet Pepsi with his uh, with his gift card because he said at this point in time in the year I needed it, <laughs> and that's how he worded it. I needed it, and maybe we picked up a new listener out of him. Maybe.
0: We've um,
1: got some catching up to do. High school sports. Are we ready? Rugby had their postseason tournament on Friday. Um, girls did not did not win their first round game, and the boys did not win their first round game. But exciting that they were there. Um, exciting for them, you know, the girls' first year, and, and trying to get that some excitement for them uh, generated, and hopefully they get a few more people out. And and I think some of our um, <coughs> Kids are starting to learn that that's another avenue for them to, to be active and to participate in, in something outside of school. And I don't mean outside of the school organization. I mean outside of the school day um, for them to participate in. And,
2: and I, I think it's as, I, as I understand it, they we were up 12 to nothing. Against, on Denver? On Denver. Denver came back and tied it. Um Tyler Kelderman told me this, and he used some words that I was, like, shaking my head to. Yeah, uh uh-huh, but I didn't really know (laughs) everything he meant. And I asked him questions, but it's just my ignorance of the sport. Anyway, it did get back 12-12, to and then I think we lost in overtime. But, well, he said he felt really bad about the whole thing. He said it was really exciting because everybody was watching, and there was a lot of cheering. and So it was an exciting match, even though they came out – I think it's match, rugby match. came out the – On the wrong end of the score, and you know, at the end of the day, isn't that really what we want, right? When it comes to sports, I mean, even even if
1: you aren't on on the the winning side, you at least have a great experience with it, and I think that's a good thing.
2: Also, FYI, Tyler, who's been a remote learner this year, has the biggest mullet business in the front, all party in the back that I've seen in quite some time. Nice. Rugby is another avenue for our kids to have a
1: great experience with, with athletics. I think it's awesome. Um, golf, I know that the, the, we talked about it last week, we've got uh, a state qualifying meet for the girls coming up and I don't know when that is, it, it's soon. Um, and we got that going on. So I don't know what the results are and we talked about where we placed conference wise last week, so all that's good. Um, tennis girls uh, had, had team tennis on uh saturday and lost to a tumble. and then they had uh individual and doubles today and i think several girls made it to the second round but nobody made it out um so tennis is tennis is done both boys and girls because um, i think we talked about it last week that the boys lost in their attempt to go on um and then trash sort of sorry
0: there's still some sort of doubles. Cause I was talking to Kelsey today an open gym. So I don't know, I'm Is it the confused. co-ed? Yeah, it's co-ed cause they co-ed. take the top yeah. two boys and girls. So that's still yeah.
1: somewhat uh, tennis going on, but uh, A yeah. possibility. Yeah. But that usually goes into June, right? Doesn't that, yeah. doesn't that usually? Typically solid, yeah. Yeah. Um, track of course is Drake, starts tomorrow. Um, we've got an absolute gob of kids that are, uh, are participating at Drake. And, and what an amazing um, state qualifying meet that they had last week at, at Waukee. They they rocked it. And then not only did they do well there, but then got some more in the next day with uh, uh, based on their qualifying times. So we we, we really did an a, a
2: awesome job, both boys and girls, um, when it comes to the that side I, of things. Just to correct me if I'm wrong, just to point out how tough our conferences we finished fourth in conference and then traveled to waukee and indianola was at that as well um along with uh i think ankeny or ankeny centennial i mean it was a it's a tough central iowa uh district and we finished second yep i don't know where the girls finished boys finished second
1: Impressive. impressive impressive
2: um soccer what do you got for an update Uh, we beat Indianola our last home game last night and senior night. uh, Yes, it was senior night and we play Urbendale tomorrow as the start of district play. Um, the, uh, the girls won again uh, and they, they finish up
1: conference on Friday against Pell Christian. I think that's at home because I think it's youth soccer night. I don't know if it's senior night.
2: Do you know the answer to that for the girls? I don't know if it is. And then. I don't think it is. I think they've got a couple more games
1: for some reason. They will start their tournament play here, not next week, but the week after, um, as we get ready to roll into that. Um, I had I had lunch on Monday uh, with Tom Keating, and then uh, Brian Wilkin, who is who is the Iowa Football Coach Association Executive Secretary, came down, and it was it was pretty fun to be there, um, just from the standpoint that as Tom was sitting there with us at lunch. He had an email from Drake letting every letting him know that there were changes coming to um, the uh, spectator guidance uh, sometime at that and of course within 24 hours we knew that 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 there were changes that were made um, and then also as we were sitting there it was fun because his phone was ringing and the the name that came across his screen was Ann Lebo um, so kind of exciting to. Uh, he, by the way, he took a moment to step away from the table and took Ann's call and chatted with her. Didn't tell us what he chatted with her about, but it was just, it was there. Um, <laughs> just a, a great relationship with with Tom right now, with us in the Iowa Football Coach Association, and not from anything other than communicating. We, we are just constantly communicating with one another, letting him know what we're doing, what we're working on, how things are shaking out, and and, and then updates on some of the things that we're working on. And then he is uh, he's coming to our... Uh, board of directors meeting on, on first Sunday in June. And, and uh, he's just going to give us kind of a state of the association update and let us know how things are. And and we're trying to continue to communicate with him. And then uh, we just had a a Shrine Bowl dinner on Monday night for all the, all the guys and coaches that are participating in the Shrine Bowl from Warren County. It was the Warren County Shriners. And and I don't know what it's called now, but it, it used to be called Stadium View Restaurant in Carlisle. They aren't open on Mondays. Um, but they always open up for this this dinner and so went over there and had uh, had dinner this will be the 49th annual iowa shrine bowl on saturday july 24th one year from now obviously will be the 50th anniversary and there are some things that they're they're putting together to try and um, make it pretty exciting and and uh noteworthy when it comes to that so that's it for high school sports and updates anybody you got anything else No,
0: you ready for the non? Oh, sorry. My big thing was track. My big thing was track. It was it was really cool to see those results keep coming in even the next day. That was awesome. Yeah,
1: they they rocked it. Um, ready for our non-sponsor? Non-sponsor of episode forty-eight, Molly McGrath, is the uh, Brenton Bank Basketball League. (laughs) That's a great one. Thank you, thank you. Brenton bank doesn't exist anymore uh they were bought out i do believe by was it wells fargo and then maybe u.s bank bought them i don't know somehow it's changed hands but back in the day if you were somebody if you were somebody you played in the brenton bank basketball league
0: right i may have just learned that it's a bank. We just always call it Brentley. Are you guys playing Brentley this year? Yeah, we're playing Brentley. Didn't know that I was even a bank, I don't think. Yeah. We just yeah, wanted the shirt play at Valley.
1: Um When did you start playing in that league?
0: I thought I don't I thought it was only for like middle school like 6th and 7th and 8th grade or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, maybe it must have been younger but you always had to play in that side small gym until whatever year and then you got to play like on valley's floor which was a big deal at least it was like i thought
1: who played with you and who was your coach
0: raj dodge obviously obviously but we had it was our normal quarters rachel Joanne, and shelby jade uh i think julie van dyke played when we were younger before she gave it up Lindsay Rogers before she moved. Um, I'm trying to think of who else would have. Reed
1: wasn't there. Nikki out. wasn't there yet. No.
0: Nope. What about? She eighth grade. What?
2: Joanna. Yeah, Joanna Messer.
0: Yeah, Joanna. Um, I think it was just that normal. Felicia did Felicia play? Of- Felicia might have played one year. I can't remember. I should look for those pictures. I don't know where those are, but that was, those were competitive leagues. That was fun. I love those. I think we played two every Sunday or something like that, but we'd have to stay after middle school practice and Raj Dodge would come in and we'd have to practice.
1: Oh, well, I remember middle your middle practice. school days. I remember your middle school days.
0: You were Just kidding. Just kidding. Yes.
1: Okay. Anything else about the Brenton Bank
0: League? No, I'm the Brenton pretty- League,
1: if you will. I mean, if you were in the know, you knew it was just the Brenton League.
0: I, I just thought it was the only league around. I didn't know it
1: was special. I think it was the only league around at one point in time. <laughs> so, Molly McGrath, who the heck is Molly McGrath? Well, if you haven't seen the movie yet, at some point in time you need to get and 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 if Katie Flatness is listening, I know you haven't seen the movie because you are terrible at movie references and movie quotes. It's called Wildcats, it's from 1986. Hahn is in it, Woody Harrelson is in it, Wesley Snipes is in it. It's a football movie where Hahn comes back and takes over a a high school football team and she's their coach. And it just basically chronicles the uh, season and all the ups and downs of what she had to deal with and some of the things that were going on in it. The reason why I picked it was I typed in movies into google movies uh that have a female coach in it and there were three and so this was the one that i picked most i am most familiar with this one because i think it's pretty good um it's pretty funny so that's why we named episode 48 on the breath here we go papa burger this is um michelle flores this is for you this is this is the first of three episodes and basically what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about coaches in in their varying roles so teacher, not in the building, head coach, which Jill Martin is that, oh boy, oh boy, did you see that big yawn out of Scallon? Then we're going to have somebody that is a head coach and in the building, and then we're going to have a, and then a teacher, and then we're going to have a, a head coach that's not a teacher and not in the building on to talk about different things that you go through, that you have to do, that, that challenges, benefits to um, building relationships with the kids and, and how you go about that. So the first question is what are the biggest obstacles to not being in the building for you being at Lakewood?
0: Um, I think it's what you said. It's, it's hard to build outside relationships or just build on the kids, you know, because they can't just pop in your room. If they have a free period or lunch or something like that. Um, I literally, unfortunately I'm usually one of the last coaches to our practice um because of where I work and to get through traffic and to change and to get there um and luckily I have I've had greatest I've been blessed with great assistance and things like that to get it going and great kids that once they know the routine I mean the beginning is stretching warming up drills that are pretty similar every year um but that's the hardest part for me is that um I hate that I can't that I come in in a rush they've already started and then you know, two, two and a half hours or whatever, however long we're going, I mean, they're ready to go home. So it's not like they want to hang out and like, you know, we have some kids and we always, I I enjoy them. I enjoy, I love it. It's just, I feel terrible because like, once I get there, it's almost like business we got to get, we don't have so much time to get so much in and it's the end of everybody's day. Um, that's the worst part for me. And it's always been my biggest struggle and trying to find creative ways to get around it. Um, but that's the biggest, the biggest thing is the relationships i just feel terrible that i can't be there if they just need to drop in versus a text versus a phone call it's not the same or just standing outside your door and kids are walking by and have that casual conversation daily i don't i don't get to do that the
1: uh the, i found the
2: other, it oh you go ahead scale sorry apologize i found it interesting that you listed traffic is one of your issues of getting to elementary to,
0: i mean have you uh, seen pickup?
2: why why don't you just park down on uh, our street park down on on legacy and you just can run there and get in your car and drive
0: well the good thing about living where i do now i always go the back way to school home from school and usually i time it just right where orchard hills is done so i don't hit that traffic so that's usually a benefit Um, but when they first opened last year it was like oh man this could be a nightmare (laughs)
1: The the other so thing far, that's tough okay. is the high school parking lot. Is yes. is you know we get out at three twenty one, and you're talking three thirty five, three forty. There's still fairly heavy traffic. So if you catch that just wrong,
0: mm-hmm. you are,
1: you're you're stuck behind some kids there too.
0: You should see. I've taken about eight different paths from my house to the high school. I I mean I go down Wright Road sometimes. Sometimes I go down Elm and I go all the way past Oviatt and then I like cut up Maine and then I cut up. It goes right in front of the high school south, I think is what it's called, South yep. Avenue. And then and a couple of years ago, there was some lady that always parked like one way where I couldn't turn on that street because she'd wait for a kid way up there. But like she's right by the stop sign on the opposite side. And I literally can't see who's coming and I can't fit. It was a nightmare. So then I had to come up with a new path. But you can't hit the middle school traffic if you go right road. It's more than you realize.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, don't no, we get to it. That's right. We yeah. get it because we get, you know, we got, you know, we had Matt and we have, and we, and we had Bo and we had Jordan, you know, those guys trying to come out to us. It, it makes usually a very entertaining and, and interesting trip to the high school. I think, <laughs> you know, you want to throw out some other obstacles. You, you can't watch film with your girls um, during the day. You know, if they've got a free period coming in and sitting in your room and, yep. and for us, you know, the things that we get, you know, Scallon gets it. You know, he gets he gets some kids that come in and sit in the back office or the back conference room in the in the advocates office and hang out. And We get kids to come into to Jake and I's room and and just sit in there and, and chat and talk and check in on things. And you know, hey, um, what time are we leaving? Hey, what time? What what are we wearing tonight? Hey, you know, just general little questions that rather than texting, you can see them and you can answer those things. And and some of those are it's a little tougher. And for me. <laughs> looking at your program from the outside i think one of the biggest obstacles you have is you don't have anybody in the building that's on staff because if you had somebody on staff in the building it would make it a little easier to to do some of the communicating that you um, that you normally would be able to do
0: yeah and that's i mean that's the other part is that i would love i mean i would love to have somebody in that building uh, because of those things like like you said and i think being able to have those casual conversations or film or just quick talks about something that seem meaningless, but when you have them daily, it, it builds, it builds your relationship. They get to know you outside of head coach, which there's an intimidating factor. If you don't know me from elementary, if you didn't have me or wasn't in my hallway, there's an intimidating factor as a, just as a label of a head coach, I realize from, I mean, observing others and then now me experiencing it. But they never get to break that wall, or I can't trip away that wall because when I come in the gym, it's like we gotta get this done. And then when I do kind of joke, they're like, Ooh, "Is she joking?" I'm not sure, yeah. and because they don't, they don't know me because I'm very—I mean, in reality, I'm a pretty laid-back person all the time. But if you see me coach, I'm very different. Um, I guess it depends on what I'm coaching. Softball, I'm very different than I am at basketball.
1: That uh, I, I think that's also a very important part of of why open gyms are really really important for you because that's a time where you can start working on those things and softball helps you you know if you can get some basketball girls out for softball it helps you um what do you got for a biggest benefit to not being in the building
0: uh this one i struggled with um i don't know what i can't think of a huge benefit but like you said we're just trying to list things i think it is nice maybe in the heat of the season that just with what I do every day, you you have to be on. <laughs> I mean, that's all of us as teachers. You don't. You could have the worst night of your life, and the next day, the nine and ten year old doesn't care. They just want to see you. They want to laugh. They want to have fun. They want to learn something. They just you have to be on. It doesn't matter what happened, um, win or lose, or like I said, something terrible happened. They're here to see you every day with a smile on your face, welcoming you you're the safe zone at this age as all teachers I think should be, but that kind of loses touch. That's why I love what I do is that age is just so eager to be there and see you every day. And I think that's the huge benefit of when it's kind of like a rough or you get smoked in a game. Doesn't matter the next day, those kids don't care. They don't even ask you if you win or lose. I mean, some of them know what you do, but they don't, they just want to see you. And get gum from you or do whatever you know what i mean like it gets it's like a reality check of what matters in life I guess. what
2: about your teachers your co-teachers do you do you get the question of hey you're gonna win tonight coach hey oh, yeah you, you still get that from the teachers there or is that just so is that just a high school thing or is that just a district
0: thing? um i get that sometimes and it's funny because and some follow and some don't have a clue they're like oh i didn't know you were the head coach like i've gotten that times. like oh you're like you you run it yeah yeah um so it is kind of funny because you can tell who doesn't actually follow and then when you like lose a close one or a season's over and they're like well how's it going and it's like look at twitter sometimes or just pick up my mood as I'm walking in the hall by myself without kids. <laughs> like it's, it's
2: funny. I don't have any popcorn in my hands. Do I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I didn't get any of that free coffee,
0: but well, luckily, I think again,
1: power- one of the, one of the biggest benefits to not being there is you, you do get a break. You know, whether that's a, a, you had a good game or a bad game doesn't make any difference. You, you just get to, you get to step away a little bit. From that, and you don't have to be on for your high school girls, and I think that that's a that that can be a benefit for you, you know. And then, as I told you, you know, before we came on, time wasters, um, that that's also a benefit of, of being able to not be in the building is is um, the time wasters are are helpful and beneficial for you building relationships with kids, because I think that's just another way for you to show that you care and that you're listening and that you're there for them. But at the same time as, a, as an elementary classroom teacher on um, those time wasters would, would tug at you pretty hard um, and make life really difficult for you to be able to do what it is that you do well, I think. Um, let's talk about three different times of the year okay, and what you do when it comes to building relationships. Let's start with the summer. What do you got for summer activities and summer routines and summer camp, summer things that you do to try and work on the relationship type of thing?
0: Yeah. The biggest thing is just getting those kids to those open gyms. Like you said, that's my time for them to see me in a more relaxed atmosphere, but get better, but make it more like, yeah, let's, you know, get to know my personality a little bit better than you do during the season. Um, We've tried a few things we've done um, s'mores and hot dog roasts and things like that, or, um, Sunday night open gym Wendy's just open let's go get ice cream we've done that a couple times um, that's something we continually are trying to brainstorm ideas and do stuff so they can see us outside of the court um, one it's just great for the kids but also if awkwardly enough if we can tag along every so often some things then hopefully they're seeing us in a different light um, and and that's what we're trying to do and always open for suggestions or other ideas but we're you know, we've talked, we've kicked around a breakfast club. Um, our big push a, a couple of years ago was trying to get girls to the weight room, just in general, girl athletes um, at Norwalk. And um, there were several times I tried to make it a point to always get to that. I was like, if you get to that 6 a.m., I will meet you there. I will stand there next to you. I will ask questions if you're not sure or if you're just starting out. Like, like I will be there at 6 a.m. with you. Um, and then, unfortunately, when I coach softball, I can't go to all the other sessions but there was a good group of them a couple of years ago that consistently would go at 6am and I would meet them whenever I could. Um, but just, just letting them know, whatever you need. We like, I just, I don't, sometimes I don't think they take advantage of us as much as we want, but like I'm willing to meet you here, meet you there, whatever it takes. Um, but I think that's where we've kind of started with summer stuff. And uh, like I said, we're still always, that's always a post-season conversation when I meet with each coach of other ideas of how we, continue to do that i think it's important for me to figure out ways
1: other two other things that you got to make sure you talk about i think that are vitally important for summer and they both are camps one is your little kids camp um Mm -hmm. where you get them a little bit outside of their comfort zone where they got to be around kids and then your team camps you know wherever it is that you go
0: yep now Um,
2: before Jill moves to that i i did have one question you talked about um Having hot dogs, could you tell me the hot dogs that you buy for your for your grill out?
0: I will. I mean, guilty as charged. These were luckily the Bice family hosted this one, so I wasn't part of the purchasing. I was just part of spread the word, let's get there. So I can not attest. Well, to I'll, I'll
2: trust Missy. I'm sure she's got a quality hot dog. <laughs> I'm sure it's. I
0: awesome. don't think they let me down.
2: Angus beef, but if you if you ever have a question where somebody's not doing that for you, you let me know.
0: Fair. You're, the, you're our guy every time.
1: The Camps. Camps. Remember, we're talking about camps. Little kids uh, and and team camp.
0: Little kids. Um. That I, I love that week. It's a stressful week, and it's an exhausting week in its own self. But it also is kind of fun for those high school kids to see what we do or what I do every day of the age range of what. And they're only there. You know, our first group is very young, and they're only an hour and a half. Um, and the next one's two and a half hours, and those girls, those high school girls are just exhausted, um, but I also, I mean, that's, that's why those kids come, is to connect with the, I mean, it's just so cool when a high school kid is working with you, whether they love basketball or not, they get to hang out with a high schooler, um, hopefully learn and take something from and our goal is for them to have fun and be exposed to basketball, and to associate the two together, fun and basketball, Um. and our high school kids, we've always had a great commitment from our high school girls to to be at those camps um, and help out and it truly doesn't run without them Um, I get it set up I get it going and those girls run it and they do a phenomenal job and I think that's important that's part of I think I know they can get volunteer hours but I think it's part of giving back I mean when they were that age they came as well and felt the same way and I think that's a great way to kind of in our own way give back to the community their time um, and investment we try to keep it It's a long day, but we try to put those camp one and two in one week so we don't take away from their whole summer and also our workouts. Um, But I think those are, that's something big and the numbers are good this year because, you know, we didn't get to do it last year. And I think it's, I just think it's huge for our kids. Um, Team camps, we're trying to get some more and more. Last year we were going to do an overnight camp for the first time in a long time, but COVID um so and we did the drake camp the year before but again nobody really had camps last year um so our goal is to get back to maybe drake just because it's easy it's local and then try to get to an overnight because i know that was one of my favorite things when i was a player was going to create um overnight and possibly not being as respectful to some of the dorm rooms at times, because we thought we were funny to freshmen, but we had a great time and good memories, so. Um,
1: how about in the season? During the season, what are some of the things that you do to work on on the relationship side?
0: Um, we, try, we try to do kind of mini lessons here and there. We do, our big thing at the beginning um, is our why. And we always have the coaches go first. Why we do this job? Why are we coaching? Why do we invest ourselves so much in this? Um, And I hope that kind of, as weird as it sounds, is like makes us human to them of why we are so passionate. It's not because we want to win conference championships and state tournament titles and things like that. It's simply because we, we, well, for me, I can only, I guess, speak for myself. Uh, the passion I have for this game and what this game gave me is just kind of silly. When you look at it big picture, the things I've gotten out of it, the relationships I've got of it. And I feel like it's my job to pass that on, to pay it forward, to um, open doors, even if it's not go to college for it or even play it past whatever grade you want to play it to. But just, there's a lot of life lessons in sports in general, but basketball is so hard. Um, so many people go out for it, and you can only have five people in the court at once. And really you might not ever score a point, but you are huge to that team. And there's just some little things I think that translates over um, being here in this community. I think that's my other why is this is where I grew up obviously. And I can never get back as much as support as I had when I played in the years after. And it just feels like I'm in debt and I want to make sure that I hope that I'm representing it well and respectful and doing it the right way and i think that by sharing those with our, our girls i hope that makes that connection and things like that but that's kind of our big one and then throughout the season we actually take our calendar in the preseason and put out we're going to do a team bonding here and then in two weeks we'll do no one we schedule it in because if we don't then you get in the middle season you're like but those are the things that matter those are the things that kids look forward to we've done scavenger hunts we've done olympic games we've done um trivia we've done all sorts of things but we try to you know, get those kids that are just out to make a friend.
1: I think it's important to uh, make sure that we we emphasize the scheduling it. Um, everybody knows what happens when when you say, no, nah, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll do it whenever it works out. Well, it's never going to work out if that's the way you're going to go. So having it on the calendar and, and scheduled in is, is, is the only way to get it done, I think.
0: Absolutely. Because that first year, like you said, we talked about it. And then you get in the middle of the season. No, I can't give up an hour. I can't give up 30 minutes. I can't. And so the last two years in October, when we do just our head co- or just our high school coaches, and we meet for a couple hours, um, and I lay out the counter and we pick dates that are like, okay, we don't play for three days. Let or let's pick this first day right after. And you're and we assign. You've got this, and then we hopefully build up to where the seniors or our leaders or our pack leaders. Um, when we had those, you're going to do the last one. So they can see some examples and ideas. And then their job is to play in the last one um, to get them involved. But we, it's huge. We had to put it on the calendar. It's not going to happen.
1: How about, uh, how about working off season, but school is going on. What are you doing then for uh, relationships?
0: Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm trying to check in with kids. Unfortunately, it's not my ideal of sending texts. Um, I try, I always put um, tennis meets that I can get to, tr- uh, soccer games that I can get to. I usually get to all the track ones. Cause I'm always up in the booth. They don't see me. I, I mean, but I don't need to be like, Hey, I was there, but I am. And I try to shoot them a text. after they race to, you know, make sure they know because they won't ever see me because I'm inside there the whole time. Um, but I try to always look at this. I always really go for the spring ones, um, and hit those up and I get, I don't put them all in my calendar, but I put the ones that I know I can get to um, before softball starts. And then I always see the softball, if they play softball, see them there. Um, And then I always try to get to at least one volleyball, but I usually can get to more than one. Uh, But I always make it a point that every sport I'm at least one of the home meets. Um, I think it's important to be seen and know that I truly do care. Like, I want you to play other sports and I I will come and support you in other sports. And just to see those kids in a different light, I think is important.
1: And your open gyms.
0: And open gyms. Um, and we're talking about kind of revamping those two even next year to extend it to some middle school more middle school kids to start building that relationship earlier as well. So those are some things we still kind of play with, but we do one one night a week in the spring and we always give them uh usually we take all of I'm trying to think, all of March off. Just I mean, their spring break and it's right after the season, like relax. We just came off a long season. Then we usually try to kick it back up in mid-April for our open gyms. And we do one just because there's so much going on in the spring and we want to be respectful of it, but we're hoping, you know, once a week we could get you, even if you come shoot on the side, you don't play and pick up and things like that um, just to get in there and get together.
1: What, uh, what are some of your favorites? What do you mean? Like, the things that you do, things that you look forward to that you, that you love. And I, and I'm going to throw one out because I I don't know if it is a favorite, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that it is Um, the, the blank children's hospital toy drive money, money. And then you go shopping and then you go to lunch. I, I would guess that something like that is one of your favorites. So what are some of the things that are similar to that, that you look forward to? For me, I'll help you. Like one of the things that I look forward to every year is our senior trip. It is one of the most special things that we do. It's one of the things that I look yeah. forward to. It's just, it's an awesome time, and and for me and just the seniors, you know, to to do something. So, what do you got for you that you look forward to?
0: Without a doubt, the uh, Blake Children's is just a cool thing we've done for many years, and it's just a perfect time. I mean, it's Christmas, and everyone's like, "What am I going to get? So who am I getting? What am I going to get?" And it's like it's not about that. It's about what can you do for somebody else? And in the midst of our season, it's kind of getting to the middle of it and like tiring and you're exhausted already, but you still have another two months left. Um, it's a nice, just like stop big picture. What really matters right now? Um, and I think that's a good reality check for some kids, especially at the age that they are. Um, and it's so fun to watch them just go nuts in the store. Like they just are kids like, even younger than they already are when they get excited about, well, I love this and like, they've got to love this. And so they just <laughs> pile it in. And so unfortunately we didn't have to do that this year. Um, but that, that's fun. And then the lunch um, it's nice to just see like kind of where they sit, how they mix kind of with the boys, but not really, but they they kind of sit back and they still look at each other and kind of laugh, even though they're not with them. Um, it's just fun to see them um, in a different light again. And I, and I love that. My other favorite part is uh, we started this, I'm trying to think if it was Gianna's senior year, maybe. Gianna and Hannah Elgis, um, Kendi Wright, that kind of group. Um, they, I started having them write a letter to themselves of what they wish they would have done or what they realized they're getting on the program. And they read it the first week of practice, at the end of the first week of practice. And they write it and um, all the girls sit down and they read it. Um, usually a lot of tears, um, but I think it's, I hope those young ones are listening, those freshmen, they're like borderline, oh, I don't know if I really want to do this, but just hearing some of those, I mean, there are several of them throughout the year. They're like, I didn't, I didn't want to go out, but then she asked me again and again. And so I did. And then they're like, and then I blinked and I'm a senior and I stayed and I'm glad I did. And you know, like the Annie Bank or Annie Balt who went out freshman, sophomore, or maybe just freshman and then quit. And then senior year, she like just realized she just loved the sport. And she came back out and her letter was phenomenal. Hopefully speaking to some of those others that stuck with it and things like that. That's one of my other favorite nights is when they share their, life. and I, and I try to warn them, you know, a month, midsummer to prep them. So they're not just like, whoa, well, I didn't know. And yeah. they're, they're pretty thoughtful <laughs> with what they put down.
1: When they give it time, um, it, they usually come up with really amazing um, insight to, to what's no. going on.
0: I, and it's never about the wins or their favorite thing. I mean, it never is. It never is. It's about the butt-kicking practice, but I got to do it with so-and-so and we made it.
1: And... Yeah. What? Uh, where do you need help?
0: Oh, man. When it comes to, um,
1: to the relationship side and... and
0: um... Like you said, um, the biggest thing is I'd love to have somebody stationed at the high school that my kids can go to. Um, I know Coach Weaver was a big asset for us. I know the girls enjoyed her. She's she's great with kids. Um, she's awesome when in the middle of the day, I'm like, hey, can you grab this out of the closet? Or hey, can you get this and make sure they have this? Or run this to Mortimer or something like that. It was so nice to have someone physically there for the kids. And for last second things that I can't get to out of the closet or we have to switch to Lakewood all of a sudden, can you make sure you grab all the basketballs? And just those kind of things you don't think of until it's, so you are experience this and you know like there's nothing you could have done about it because it changed at noon well i can't leave my fourth graders to go i have 22 minutes for lunch so i don't have time to get there and back and but um i think that's something that uh, i need again um i'm like i said i'm always open for i always am listening to your guys's program i know i sat with you when i got hired to get ideas for many many things and i still pick your brains kind of in different ways and coach larson's a huge benefit for me in the building to learn from and a mentor um i'm always you know we're coach pierce and i always look at on twitter and just i mean getting any sources of ideas to keep building these girls and i mean our ultimate goal is to build their confidence and become you know great community young women that like give back you know i mean they're selfless and we're just always looking for ways to help do that and pull them in And i don't know i mean there's lots of Things that they could use help on for sure.
2: I think that's uh, one of the things that Coach Krolick enjoys when I get to be part of his staff is having somebody at the high school to take care of some of the little things. Yeah, um, maybe bug the AD. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, you know, make sure that we have the ball bag ready. Hey, I forgot this. I mean, it definitely having um, a coach that has a, a foothold in the building with the students is just helpful.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, I used flatness, I call her Mortimer, but flatness, I use her quite a bit. Luckily, I have a good relationship with her and I coached with her. So she's helped me out. Hey, someone needs this uniform or this. And she's like, yeah, I can do it on the break or whatever. You know, I can walk down there, um, which is not her job. So it would be nice if I didn't have to take advantage of her sometimes.
1: Any
2: final thoughts from you two? No, I think everything Joe's talking about, I mean, you can. Uh, I think we've talked to, you know, Ramthin a lot. Um, you know, he's only been head track for three years. Is it three years, two years? At least three.
0: I was say, I think four. at
2: least Is it Could four? Be four. I mean, he, he has some of those same things, same issues. Um, if something happens, happens with a student, I've. If I'm if I'm being smart I send him a text and here's what's going on not necessarily a bad thing just kids having a bad day or something like that and he appreciates it because he doesn't always get to see that side of it and lots of times athletes aren't going to come to their head coach and show them that I had or tell him that I had a bad day um, you know so that building of relationships is uh, I think it's always paramount and when you're when you're not there and you don't get the opportunity it's a little tougher Uh, I think the fact that you've been around here helps you but it it is something that I know you got to work at because you you want to build those relationships
0: yeah I think I mean that's exactly right you can tell when a kid walks down the hall what kind of mood they're in most of the time and I don't get the benefit of kind of having that heads up or trying to be like hey I'm here do you need something do you need to talk and um The nice thing is that my first class is fourth graders will be seniors next year. So I'm starting, you know, I'm starting to catch them a little earlier. Obviously there's a big gap before I see them again, really. Um, But it is, I think that's helped, Um, but we're getting so big. Sometimes if they're not in my hallway, I'm like, you go to Norwalk. Oh, (laughs) until they're, you know, sports again.
2: I just don't think you get a uh, head things off at the pass. Sometimes somebody walks by and I can tell football wise, they're bad or they're having a bad day or and then I can pull them aside or talk to somebody in soccer just pull them aside and say hey what's going on this or this they can kind of get it off their chest mm-hmm. and maybe by getting it off their chest that helps them a little bit and then maybe by the time they have to perform that night you yeah. know if it's a game night that's not still weighing yeah. on them you know um, that's just that's just one of those things that uh, I think would be a negative what of what it is to not be in the building. Yeah. One of the many, right? When it comes to that. But
1: but at the end of the day, you know, I, I think it's it it's good to hear that perspective, you know, like uh, um, Michelle was talking about Flores as far as, you know, I, I kind of want to hear what, what goes on with somebody that isn't in the building and how do they do things. And I think it's interesting and, and, and we could sit Chris down, um, retired. Chris Larson and we could sit Matt down um, and I bet they would have similar answers to what you had, but also they would still just have a little bit of, of a difference to it just from the standpoint of that's, that's their own personal twist on things and, and perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to, to get that and get to hear that. And, and we will uh, we will move on, not only from this topic, but also from the perspective that we bring in next time so that's the Papa burger section ready for the history i need both of you for this one she's the fact checker (laughs) but you're the old man
0: oh he's just getting up work i can call him
2: are you ready i'm looking at you Scanlon. are you ready yes i'm ready i'm not even cranky and she called me cranky
1: (laughs) i want to go through building slash improvement projects in our time in our time so for me my first one would be I came right at the end of the 98 edition with the science and and the extension of the hallway and everything when I first got to Norwalk that hallway right there by the boys bathroom was the end and then obviously they they added that whole section down there So 98 was the first one. What did you have, Scallon? Did you have anything between the time you started and the 98 edition?
2: Uh, Yes. When I came in, they were just finishing where the front office is. Okay. Where uh, Carter Holman. Lounge? Uh, No, I think the lounge was there, but I think it's more they they did something to the front office and then uh, Renee Carter, Carter Holman's room. Yep. Um, Krupke and Nebby's room and the art room it was a business room then but now it's an yep. art room that was being done and that was being completed in 93 when I got hired and then from 93 to 98
1: nothing right I mean that when that a 98 edition came it was that was the next thing
2: yeah not that I remember but I was trying to survive as a you know first to five years of teaching trying to figure out what the heck I was doing and and Jill, you would have been in seventh grade. <laughs> I
0: point. remember the addition to opiate when I was in first grade. be really for anything.
1: okay. That, that, yeah, yes, that counts. Started,
0: when they first started putting toilets in the kid in the elementary level room, ours like backed up, and it was like Mrs. Wilson grabbed her boots and was like grabbing our bags. Mr. McLaughlin was the principal, so he was outside our window. We couldn't go through the front door. He lifted us out the window. We're like, who is this man that can lift us all out the window? It was like a big deal. And then we had to go <laughs> out the window, and then we had to run around the side of the building, and we had to like wait by a tree. That's all I remember. Is it something with a toilet? It was brand new, and it was like, I don't know, flooding by the front door, and we had to get lifted out the window.
2: You were doing evacuation drills then. Yeah,
0: we sure were. I'm not even sure how that window opened nowadays, but... That's like the older part of Obiet now, but I remember that was the new edition. And nice. That. Okay,
2: well, that's good. That's start, that's part of this. <laughs> Oviat's editions, in and of itself, would be a show because it has been. It is, there have been so many different things done to that building; it's unreal.
0: Yeah, my senior year, they did the. I remember going to help then. Jen Heinen, McLaughlin's wife now, McLaughlin now. Um, but I remember senior year, they had a bunch of us athletes go and help the teachers move rooms to the new wing that they mm-hmm. have. I remember that. How
1: about how about the HVAC update at the high school? What year was that? I can't remember what year that was. So HVAC, did the they put all the the cable in the in the ceilings? They
2: lowered the ceiling in the weight room, and the weight room We're was supposed massive. to have a whole lot more done cosmetically for the high school. We ended up with the cheap lockers with the bad gauge, which, if you had Dale on, he'd talk for 50 minutes about, you know, why that was a terrible choice, which it was, but I, you just don't need to hear 50 minutes of locker talk, um, unless it's our podcast. Is our podcast locker talk anyway? Um, kind of. I think that was. Why do I think 2002? Why do I think something else happened at the same time?
1: It could be, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember that's, that is one of the things that I remember is the HVAC. Oh, was that stadium. the
2: same time as the stadium? I think that was the same time, 2012.
1: We had two separate things going on. We, we had, I remember us lifting in dust and things down there in the weight room and, and the ceiling tiles were all gone. And they they put the, the basket, the wire basket up and they ran everything through it and they redid the HVAC
2: denny That's was the jackhammers were going on but we were still in school denny was superintendent yeah i can't remember okay 2011
1: was the stadium you know and i, I mean the the m pack the tennis courts the paving of the uh parking lot orchard hills and now of course mpec being built you know and then you even look at the the new addition out at lakewood Lakewood, yep. you know, where the fifth grade right in the fifth grade out and down there in the in yeah. the basement, on the backside, yeah. the yeah. new gym, all of that that they had
2: done. Um, you also have you also have um, baseball field being done. Yeah, yeah. That, that's way back more like 2000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right in there somewhere. You also have the purchase of the district uh, admin office. There you go. And we've now purchased, we've purchased the dance studio. Yep. The, uh, of the, name, of the name that we won't talk about. Oh, wait.
1: And the only reason that I remember that it was around that 2000 is because they were called the road warriors, the baseball team, because Oviatt was getting there. One of yep. their additions took yep. care of the baseball field, moved the baseball field, wasn't done. And so they played all those games early in the season on the road. Um, and then I'm almost, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that was the summer of 2000. I don't know it why was, I'm thinking
2: that. It was well, two, th- 1973, the the Packers came to town at the... Actually, it would have been the summer of 2001,
1: because I think that class graduated in 2001. I think it was Aaron Enderlin's, Brandon Foldis, Jeremy Lane, that, that whole crew, um, Mike yeah, Scott was, in I would 2001. Say
0: 2001. Because my fresh, my eighth grade and freshman year, I played on the softball field that's currently in the parking lot now with the bus sure. barn next to it. Yep. And, and I did get to play on the field what we have now. It was right in that era, so I think yeah. it was two thousand one.
1: Yeah, I remember that coming to to Norwalk, right where the 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 old sign used to be. Right now, the construction sign is up in that corner. That was that was home plate. Yeah. Um. And then you know the dugouts and all that stuff back in the in the day. Yeah, softball. Any any other building projects that you can think of? I just thought that was kind of cool. I mean, we we talked about the MPEC last week, um, and then just try to reminisce a little bit about. I need Rich Wielden to hop on and tell us all the different building projects that, that, that I mean, I
0: think it ties in, but the bus barn where it's located now that kind of kind of ties in with all that
2: shit. Sure. That was 2011. That was the whole that whole yeah. in. What I remember of as a young teacher was listening to the older teachers say everybody keeps talking about how Norwalk's gonna grow and it's it's never gonna grow. It's always gonna be like this, who's gonna move? And for a long time, not much happened, then a mm-hmm. little bit more happened and now it's happened. Oof. So it, it happened. may have taken 15 more years than what was predicted, but Dr. Wolf always said, we'll end up being the biggest city in Warren County. And I think we're gonna give Indianola a run for the money soon it's it's coming um here's our positive you ready
1: state track um having drake lift their restrictions for spectators i think that's a huge huge deal um and i think it is setting the table for what's to come and us getting back to normal
2: um next fall
1: and even this summer
2: isn't that the opposite though isn't it drake lifting their restrictions for state track how did I say it? That's what you I meant. Said, you said state track lifted their restrictions. You made it sound like they made Drake lift their restrictions. No, it Drake. It was it was Drake. It was Drake because they were
1: having to follow what Drake was saying to begin with, and then finally, Drake decided to lift it, and that was sometime in Monday, and then into Tuesday is when they finally announced that um, it happened. So I thought that that was a really big deal, you know, and especially for a lot of the kids that a lot of kids in their families that qualified for Drake Relays, and had such a, a tough time getting tickets for that. So th- this, is a, this is a really good thing, um, you know, and, and hopefully moving forward, that's what we're going to see for soccer. That's what we're going to see for tennis. That's what we're going to see for baseball and softball, um, you know, as we move forward and then hopefully into the end of the fall, we'll, we'll be back to full capacity inside uh, for basketball and volleyball and wrestling and all that. I think that's a really good thing. That's what I got. Anything else from you two? Anything final?
0: No, I just appreciate Scalin staying up for me.
1: Yes, that's a big deal. I love it. Love it. So, recapping um, any feedback anybody wants to give, you know, we're all ears and, and appreciate everybody that's listening. You know, essentially, this is our one year anniversary. And I'll, I'll just remind you again it was. Um, first episode was May fifteenth, twenty twenty, and and we are forty eight episodes in, um, almost to, I don't know how many listens. I forgot to look. Don't care. Um, and and we're getting there. And I, I appreciate anybody that's still listening, and and anybody that that actively participates. I appreciate you, Jill, coming on um, last minute too. I mean, I I talked to you yesterday a little bit, and then set it today. You know, as far as what time and everything. So short notice so i appreciate that and i was left
0: in the dark yesterday it was whoa that's kind of for scum that's all i heard
1: yeah well I, to I had, to, I, had to <laughs> I had to do some work he made, he made fun of me <laughs> and then and i appreciate you staying up and you know hanging with us so this was episode 48 molly mcgrath on may nineteenth, 2021 um for talking the walk appreciate you listening Got any insight or tips on uh how to build relationships with athletes. Love to hear it and uh, take any of the other feedback in. And if you want to catch up with some episodes and give us some feedback about some of the things in the past, that'd be good too. Love to hear from you and we appreciate you listening. I am Paul Patterson signing
2: off. Thanks for listening. Tom Scallon, have a good night.
0: Uh, Jill Martin, thank you guys for what you guys do. I appreciate your banter and knowledge.
1: <laughs> um, and... Scanlon, you didn't didn't have any long pauses
2: tonight. I was kind of disappointed in that. That's okay. Oh, that's right. It was an anniversary special. (laughs) That was a problem. See ya. Closing
1: time. Thank you for listening to the talking the Walk Podcast show. Yeah.